Several years after feeling unsafe while at a notorious bus shelter in Tauranga, artist Sarah Hughes is transforming it into a brightly coloured and illuminated work of art. It'll be suspended above the Willow Street bus shelter and will wrap around the wall in front of Tauranga Art Gallery to Wharf Street, creating a corridor that'll bathe those walking through it in coloured light. The artwork's big, covering about 260 square metres of glass panels. There are photos of the work in progress on our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash standingroomonly. It's called Midnight Sun, referring to times when the sun remains visible through the night, just as the artwork will be illuminated 24-7. Sarah is a past winner of the Wallace Art Award. She's also made a name for herself creating public art on a grand scale, including the largest integrated public artwork in Aotearoa, covering all four sides of the New Zealand International Convention Centre in Tamaki Makoro, Auckland. But it's her new Tauranga public artwork that we first talk about. Yeah, well, in 2017, I did a project at Tauranga Art Gallery called Willow, and I was coming down a few times for site visits. And during that time, I was also working on the International Convention Centre work, and I was working very late nights, and I was very tired and too tired to drive down, Lynn. So I um, took the bus so I could have a nap in the bus on the way down. Anyway, on one of my trips down, I arrived quite late at night, and I've lived in lots of cities and feels fairly streetwise, but I just felt really uncomfortable in the area and had to jump in a Uber to get to my, my hotel, which wasn't very far away. And so I guess often artworks come out of your own personal experience. And when I was invited down to look at some sites, I had an affinity, I think, first um, because the project I did at Tauranga Art Gallery called Willow was about um, the architecture and history of Willow Street. But also I think that sort of experience and thinking about how, how, how does public art operate and what can it do and wanting to bring a different sense and a different feeling to that location and site. Now I know you did some research, so you, you had your own experiences there, but also you talked to locals and to residents. What did they tell you about the Willow Street bus shelter? Because the photographs you sent us of the place before you started work, before you started bringing colour and joy to it, it's very grey, sterile, pedestrian kind of architecture, right? It's just, its function is to be a, a bus shelter, a bus hub. Yeah, I think just over time it has just kind of, become quite run down and often when spaces are run down then they start getting sort of used in different ways. Um, I think like all cities they have different social issues and problems and perhaps there was an accumulation of that happening within that site. It was really interesting for me to talk to a couple of artists when I was down in Tauranga, amazing artists who started Kai Aroha um, and they started a, a soup kitchen and there on a Friday night. And so obviously the site, it's not just me recognising this, but has been a place for some time which hasn't been attracting, you know, great energy and, and behaviour. Now, you decided to transform it. And what I love about this is that you are bringing colour to the work, which we'll talk about. But this is a, what you call an active artwork. It's more than just paint and colour. Um, the work itself is, has been printed onto a clear vinyl, which has been applied onto 96 very large glass panels. So on all of the glass of the bus stop, and then also runs down the Tauranga Art Gallery on the glass canopies as well, and around into Willow Street. 
And so there is a uh, light component. Um, I worked with Richard Bracebridge, who's a light designer, to also kind of echo the, the color and the work at night. I've been working on glass quite a bit over the last few years, and I'm really interested in the way that glass is transparent, the way that color can be reflected down onto the pavement, uh, the way that the light's always changing. And so I think I sent you some photos on a cloudy day. And then when the sun came out, the work, the work did change in terms of some of its hues. And I really love that part about public work when it can be um, a work that's alive and changing and, and active. I mean, I love this. I have this vision in my head of people being kind of robed in different lights as they as they walk under the glass. So I guess for, for me that's kind of interactive and in that they're, they're part of the, the joy, the life of the artwork. Yeah, very much so. I think that because a lot of the work is on, on a canopy, so the light is shining down, that there will be that sense of, of the light and colour falling upon you. So falling, you know, a bit like when you walk through a forest and you get senses of light and colour coming down, there's, you will be bathed in, in slightly different colour at different time. And then at night, there'll be this glow as well. Well, Midnight Sun is the name of the work. So this is where your ideas stem from. So just talk us through the, the ideas behind it. Well, Midnight Sun it, itself as a title came to me um, after I started thinking about the idea of, of the sun and about wanting to bring light and colour and positive feelings in, into the site itself. Um, so Midnight Sun is a term that res, relates to in the Arctic and Antarctic over the sort of summer solstice time period where the sun never actually sets. And for me, there's a sort of a magic in that as well in terms of a sun that never sets um, when I think about sunsets and I talk to other people, everybody has their own personal experience of that kind of time. Uh, usually maybe you're on holiday or you actually have time to look. And it was about distilling those emotions and those sorts of feelings as a way to bring optimism and, and hope to that site. Now, it's not the size of, I think, your biggest public artwork, the New Zealand International Convention Centre in Tamaki Makaurau, yeah. but this is still a substantial area, isn't it? Yes, it is, and it has grown in scope over, over the time. So when Sonia Korohina, who's the director of Supercut Projects, asked me if I'd be interested in creating a work, um, it started off as being the bus stop. There were just possibilities for it to grow. So we spoke to Stephen Cleland at Tauranga Art Gallery, um, Tauranga City Council came on board with more funding and so I guess sometimes that's what happens with public works they they start and then because they take periods of years to achieve there is sort of some aspect of development during that time and I think it's great that it has that it has grown and spread and so it's I really like also the feeling that you're going to be walking through this work so it's about sort of 80 meters if you walk past the bus stop down Willow Street and then and then down into Wharf Street. And so it has a feeling of really walking under, walking through painting. So even though it's not actually me painting on the glass itself, the way the work has been made, is a combination of photographs. I worked with Anne Shirley, who's a local photographer, and she photographed sunsets in Tauranga for me over the month of June. And then I created paintings in response to that. And then it's been digitally put together by me um, where I've taken parts of my paintings and parts of photographs and collaged them together with hundreds of different layers. 
but I quite liked when I was watching it being installed that you sort of saw little little bits of her clouds and then there were other because parts of it are transparent and then it has different opacity to the work itself but you'd look up and you'd actually see some of the real clouds as well so there's a nice synergy back into the site as well. What about the response from passers-by? Because I think, you know, when you do a public artwork, you're going to hope that people are going to love it. There'll be some people perhaps who don't, who don't get it or, or don't love it. Um, but it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? But I, I, so I, but I imagine for you, the response of people is going to be fascinating. What, what kind of feedback are you getting so far? Yeah, I think that part is really interesting. You're right. Public artworks definitely can polarise people. So far, when I was down, I heard quite a lot of positive comments, or people are just quite curious, I think, as well, because it's suddenly like, oh, what's going up and what's happening? And when I talked with this work, um, I've actually got Relaford Signs, who are local sign writers, um, installing it because they're very long pieces of vinyl. And the feedback they got was like, oh, gosh, we've he been hearing lots of positive comments from people walking past and asking, you know, what's happening um so that's always good when there's a sort of a sense of an event or something about to happen I think often with public artworks it's really different than in the gallery where you have this time behind closed doors and then it's sort of like oh everything's just come up with a public work you know people get to see it so <laughs> sometimes that's not always good because you know you're halfway through and things aren't quite like their finish so people start to be making their own opinions but I think with this work um, it doesn't it doesn't have that aspect in terms of it's more like panel by panel and it just seems to grow. Yeah, so so far some people can already see the reflection of the light coming down and and getting an idea of what it might be look like. And this is part of Tauranga's uh, transformation strategy to use that kind of jargon. But it's but it's part of a story that the city is trying to tell. You know, they wanting locals and visitors to look and to take pride. In the work, you know, to, to share their love for it. And I thought, gosh, that's that's a lot on public art to be something where people gather and take pride in, you know, to see their city in a different way. Yeah, I think that's what I really love about public artwork is that everybody has access to it, whether it's liked or disliked. <laughs> you know, there is a real sense that it is given over to the community for, and, and that hopefully that that can create a sense of belonging. And, you know, Tauranga is obviously going through quite a lot of changes and with commissioners in place, but really exciting things happen like the cultural precinct that's been announced. It's gonna be the, the largest cultural precinct built in Aotearoa for the last 40 years. And so this work is actually right next door to there. So I think it has um, taken on some of the hopes of the city in terms of yeah, just in terms of being able to signal that there's, there's um, new beginnings and, and, a, and a transformation kind of happening and that hopefully, you know, lots of other things will build upon that. I mean, it's a beautiful work. It's a joyous work. But also, I mean, it has, because you're talking about lighting and illumination, it's going to make the place safer too. Is that part of your hope for this? Yes. Um, it's not a bright white light that terrifies people, but it was a light that is hopefully welcoming and inclusive and does does yeah, shine a different type of tone on that on that area and that people will feel more comfortable um, walking through there. It's going past past the gallery and down into Wolf Street and just 
Yeah, really to give a different kind of um, sense. I think often with public artworks, people see them when they drive past as well. Uh, so it might be walking past, driving past, people will see that and then feel, oh, actually maybe it, I'll feel more comfortable walking through as well. As you put the finishing touches to this, and we're, we're not so far out now from the big reveal of the finished work, what else is uh, happening for you this year? Oh, well, I've just, I've had quite a busy year, Lynn. I've finished a solo exhibition in Melbourne just about a month ago, and I did a really big work at Wairaka Primary School, where my boys go, where I worked with 400 children painting an amazing pavement painting. But the next thing that I'm doing in about four weeks is flying to Singapore to actually reprint all the work for the New Zealand International Convention Centre. So um, fairly recently, it was deemed after a lot of technical facade people looking at the glass that unfortunately the work will have to be remade. It was manufactured in Singapore, so it will be going back there and then working and going over the quality control and colours, and it's quite an, an involved process. So that's, um, as you mentioned before, my largest work and also most complex, and it's uh, still ongoing. You know, really pleased that it is being it is being remade and that that there was a belief in that in the two artworks, also the artwork that's already installed by Piata Larkin, but that, you know, those two works really signal the, the building and that the, I guess they could have just taken it down, but they did it, but it was a strong belief in wanting to put it back up. Yeah. And so that has been, been really reassuring for me. And lots of people, you know, felt already quite a connection with the work because it was up for a year and a half or so before before the fire happened and people were quite sad and would often say where's the work gone is it coming back and you know so uh, it's really reassuring that the work will be up again